0: 7 things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Evans and this is the Standout 7 Ireland Edition Hello and welcome to the Standout 7 Ireland Edition We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories to come over the next 7 minutes If you like what you hear, why not hit the follow button for regular updates There's a fresh episode every weekday at 7am Monday saw Ireland begin the return to offices where social distancing could be maintained and the reopening of indoor leisure facilities such as bowling alleys and children's play centres. There was good news too as a new study showed that the Pfizer vaccine is safe for use in smaller doses for children aged between 5 and 11. Professor Kingston Mills says that still doesn't necessarily mean it will be approved here. First of all, it has to be approved by the EMA. The application hasn't yet been made, but it's expected to be made in the coming days. Probably looking at sometime in... October, end of October when it be approved and then after that the authorities here would have to decide whether they're going to implement vaccination for the 5 to 11 year olds. New HSC data has shown a 15% rise in infections in schools following reopening, but despite that, the rules are to be relaxed from Monday for close contact testing in schools. The HSC's lead on test and trace, Nevo Byrne, explains. So children who uh, will only now be identified as a close contact, if they are a household close contact, it is only in that context would they be considered a close contact and asked to restrict their movement and get tested. Teachers unions are concerned that this may cause a rise in cases and they've asked for the changes to be delayed. Immunologist Professor Christine Loscher is also concerned. Our sole focus really up till now is about breaking that chain of transmission. I would have huge concerns about this decision and I think that it may have a very negative impact on our rates of transmission and that we may see case numbers in these children start to increase. It was an historic day for Ireland on Thursday as Michael Martin for the first time ever chaired a UN Security Council meeting. It comes as Ireland is President of the Council for the month of September. I shall now make a statement um, in my capacity uh, as the Taoiseach of Ireland. Let me begin by um, expressing my thanks to the um, Secretary General for his leadership on climate change. There was some resistance around the table with Russia refusing to see climate as a security issue, while the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken sees it as a priority. Climate change is making things less peaceful, less secure, and rendering our response even more challenging. Speaking to the media afterwards, Mihal seemed happy with how the meeting went. The views are never fixed forever, uh, and our challenge you now is to persuade and to engage with all members in respect of these issues. With a worldwide focus on climate change and a dramatic spike in gas and energy prices, there's real concern that this winter could be a seriously difficult one across the globe. Ireland's electricity network is under pressure and Labour leader Alan Kelly wanted to know at leaders' question time in the dial what the government plans to do. If there's a cold snap this winter, can you really actually guarantee that we will have enough supplies of gas to keep the lights on. Tornash Leo Varadka says the government has plans in place and will make use of October's budget to ensure that no-one's left in the cold this winter. We are confident um, that even in a very cold winter that we will not see um, brownouts or blackouts. There will need to be a welfare package um, in the budget uh, because of the fact that uh, people on pensions and on social welfare uh, will end up worse off if there isn't an increase uh, this year and that will need to be done. Uh, We will need to do something on the fuel allowance. We've already committed to ring-fencing some of the proceeds from the carbon tax. Still to come on the standout Seven Island edition, Boris Johnson tries a little comedy at the UN, and the big winners from the 73rd Emmys. Right after this. (laughs) You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. you're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. The UN General Assembly this week saw leaders from all across the world speak on key issues from climate change to the pandemic. Joe Biden pledged vaccines, the Secretary General gave out to everyone for lack of ethics, and Boris... Well, Boris tried to spice up his passionate plea for climate action in which he accused world leaders of being childish with this pure Alan Partridge moment. It's time for us to grow up and understand who we are and what we are doing. Kermit the Frog sang, It's not easy being green. You remember that one? I want you to know that he was wrong. It is easy. It's not only easy, it's lucrative and it's right to be green. Social media has been full of extraordinary footage of the volcanic eruption in La Palma on the Canary Islands. Dramatic scenes as lava rumbles through houses and splashes into swimming pools have caused fear and anxiety as the lava flow continues downhill towards more densely populated areas. We'll have more on the science of volcanoes on this Sunday. Sunday 7, by the way. The Cumbra Vieja volcano has continued to erupt and local tour guide Jonas Perez, who's already been evacuated from his house, says people on the island are terrified. Today has been really really active, really explosive, really loud. We don't really know the dimensions of it. Anything could happen still. If it stays where it is, at least everybody knows which direction and everybody else in this island could rest. The 73rd Annual Emily Awards took place on Sunday night in Los Angeles, hosted by Cedric the Entertainer, and the big winners were Netflix's The Crown and Apple TV's Ted Lasso. Netflix won 44 awards in total, including those from last week's Creative Emmys, while The Handmaid's Tale set a new record by failing to win any of the 21 nominations they received. The Crown won Best Drama Series and four of the big acting awards, with prizes for Julian Anderson, Josh O'Connor, Tobias Mendes and Olivia Colman. Thank you very much, um... I'd have put money on that not happening and what a lovely end to the most extraordinary journey with this lovely family. I loved every second of it and I can't wait to see what happens next. Kate Winslet won Best Actress in a limited series for Mayor of Easttown and Jason Sudeikis won Best Lead Comedy Actor for *Ted Lasso with Best Supporting Actor wins for Brett Goldstein and Hannah Waddingham. Jason seemed a little taken back by his win. Thank you very much. Um... Yeah, heck of a year. Uh, I would say that, um, you know, this show is about family. This show is about mentors and teachers. This show is about teammates. And I wouldn't be here without those three. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Daft Dogs.